Welcome to the Phoenix Nest, the podcast where bad bitches read romance. I'm Jess. And I'm Kat. And today we'll be discussing Guardian Angel by Julie Garwood. But before we get into the book, we'd like to remind you to rate and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform and follow us on social media. You can find us at the PHX Nest Pod on Instagram and PHX Pod on Twitter. You can also email us at the Phoenix Nest Pod at gmail.com. The links to our social media can be found in the description along with our link to our Goodreads and the link to our favorite local independent bookstore, Mostly Books. Hooray! Yay! Welcome to Wednesday, the night before this comes out. We are professionals. We've been, like, hella busy. Life's been weird. It's been... I don't even know what it's been. It's just been, like, one event after the other. Mm-hmm. And then, like, no time to get normal things done, I think, is the problem. If you've noticed, this episode came out a week later than it should have because we pushed everything back so that we could have a good time. Because um, everyone deserves a good time. <laughs> there was Labor Day, and then we had um, a party on the mountain. I know. I'm missing that right now. Did you, like, are you having serious FOMO for not having stayed one more day like everybody else? No. I am. Because I asked about it, and uh, I don't think we missed out too much. Oh, good. We missed out on grilling. Bullshit. But, I mean, we got other grilling, so I Listen, guess it's okay. The amount of meat everyone consumed this weekend, I'm surprised they don't Ooh, have meat sweats still. I don't understand how they do it. I do it every year. I had to bring vegetables so that we didn't get <coughs> scurvy, because God forbid. Yeah, it was just a lot. Yeah, so um, that's what's going on in our lives. Um, I injured myself on the mountain because I'm an idiot and don't know how to walk down a hill. To be fair, you slid on a rock. I hit a crack. It wasn't like you just can't walk. I hit a crack in the asphalt. There went my phone. Cool. Great. Professionals. On par for our day. Professionals. Today was bullshit for all of us. I like, okay, I know they can't see us, but like, look at the difference. <laughs> my book and your book. Cat's book has huge. Cat's book has two books in one. My book is just the original from nineteen ninety. And what's crazy is it's not like huge, huge font. It's just enormous. Why is it so large? This book was only like three hundred and seventy-five pages. I don't know. She says as someone who struggled through all three hundred and seventy-five. Let me see how long mine is. Do no, you have mine's 375 pages? And it's not the big font either, is it? No, it's just this weird spacing. And the weird thing is is that's a huge. It's not quite trade. It's bigger than a mass market but smaller than a trade. Yeah, it's I don't even know. It's weird. It's bizarre. Um so we're going to break all the rules that we've put ourselves into for the last 5 months of this year um today because we have been busy as you can tell. And um, we fucked up, as you can tell, <laughs> and we didn't have time to get some notes together and get everything together. So this is going to be another one of those episodes where we kind of fly by the seat of our pants. We're just kind of winging it today. We're going to hope for the best. It's going to be shorter. We've all got shit to do. This comes out tomorrow, today, whatever day it is for you guys, Thursday. It's Wednesday. I still have to make dinner. Normally we're like... Almost a week in advance. Yeah, we're like, we're solid like week, week and a half. Not this time. Mm -hmm. Tonight, we're, we fucked up. But it's It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Um, so this copyright says 1990. Mine is the second printing, I believe, or like the second cover. Okay. The original cover was shitty. This cover is still shitty. I don't understand how this cover makes any sense. If you are wondering what cover I'm looking at, my cover is pink and blue with a big heart-shaped brooch in the center. 
It's beautiful. It's ugly as sin. <laughs> it's real gross. Cat's <clears throat> book. I have a seascape and a lone person standing at the edge of the sea. Yours makes more sense. I don't. I couldn't tell you who the person is because it's very tiny. It's like from far away. Yours yeah. looks like an inspirational romance. It it says two stunning adventures of breathless sensuality and daring intrigue. Ew. That's the tagline on the front because I have the double where I have the one that comes after it about the brother. Um, but that's neither here nor there because we're not reading that one, and I don't intend to. This will be donated swiftly. <laughs> Post haste. Um, also, I finally <coughs> got rid of VC Andrews. I threw it away. Hey, didn't get a chance to burn Hopefully it. Hopefully, no one ever reads that again. Please don't read it. My cat is licking the wall. Don't ask. It's a weird day for all of us. Cat, do you want to read the synopsis of this bad book? Yeah, uh, it's very short. So Guardian Angel's synopsis says, The Marquess of Canewood is bent on avenging his brother's death, and nothing can sway him from his hunt of the pirate pagan, the despised scourge of London high society. Disguising himself as the scoundrel, Cain lays in wait for his prey. But the trap is sprung by a beguiling vision with rippling red hair and fire-green eyes. Jade is in mortal danger and has come seeking Pagan's help. Strong-willed, noble, and powerful, Cain soon, soon finds himself torn between the duty he owes his family and his desire to protect this innocent yet passionate woman. Your synopsis is totally different than mine. Oh, which one's better? <laughs> I think yours, because mine is dumb and long. Oh, well, we're going to skip yours then. <laughs> Yeah. Um, this is like maybe a more succinct version because it's the double. Yeah. Um, it is misleading in that it only tells one side of the story when it is in fact told in both perspectives. Did you find that jarring because the perspective changed without telling you it was changing? It was. And like, I think that's a thing now is that they label the chapters like so-and-so and so-and-so. And that could have been very useful here. This because also, suddenly it was his thoughts instead of hers. And I was like, what? It was, the majority was hers. But it would happen in like a page break. So you'd be like in the chapter and then a yeah. page break would happen and you're in a different point of view. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, we're not quite used to that. And I think the, the reason it doesn't stick as like a popular thing is specifically because of that. There, it's just not a good way to... To change perspective. It's, it's just not. not helpful to the reader and or I, the plot, honestly. I like a dual POV or a multi-POV sure. because you get all sides of the story. Um, my daughter is reading a series that's about to change POVs and she's going to lose her ever-loving mind when it happens. But it's a series I've already read and that series did it really well. It was a great POV change. This one, if they had just warned me that I was going to be like thinking through Kane's head, it would have made right. more sense. Especially because... There was so much difference, just... Yeah. And partly because, okay, so part of the problem was, like, on here, it it says about how he's noble and powerful and blah, blah, blah. Strong-willed. Yeah. And, like, great, awesome, that's what you're looking for in, like, a Victorian man, right? Look, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm not looking for any of but that. that's what happens <laughs> when we talk about the 90s, right? Ugh. And so he's all these things. And so Jade is supposed to be kind of flighty. She's supposed to be like this really willful woman who like can't make decisions. She gets really frazzled. 
pretty easily and it just but it's all also all kind of a front we find out because we find out more about jade as we go all i know is they have her listed as infuriating exasperating and gorgeous and i didn't get gorgeous i just got annoying the whole way through i found her incredibly annoying I think it was because she started out as pretending, and then it turned out it wasn't pretending. It was actually her. Um, her name is Jade, and it's because her eyes are green. Stupid. And I don't understand the lazy factor. I, I have trouble with that anyways, though. So. And all babies are kind of born with gray eyes until they settle into their color. Or, like, bluish. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay. It's a lot. I don't know. Um, Let's just basic plot. Basic plot. Go for it. We have the start of it in this synopsis. Um, Kane's brother has been murdered by the pirate pagan is what was reported in the Mm -hmm. newspapers. His brother like fought for the country and all this shit. And uh, Kane wants to avenge his death. And part of it is because his dad is like withering away. He's dying because of sadness. Yeah, he's just, like, depressed, and he's grieving, and he's not eating, and all this stuff, right? He needs a Lexapro. Yeah, he's he's got problems. And so, Kane decides he's going to avenge his brother's death by catching the pirate pagan. And in order to do that, he's going to essentially, like, tease him. Pretend to be, be him. And be like, I am the pirate pagan, come get me. Yeah. And it's funny because... The pirate pagan does come get him, but not the for the reasons we think. So he's he's like hanging out in this like bar in a pub, and this woman comes in and she's like, "Aren't you the pirate pagan?" He's like, "Yeah," and she goes, "I like to hire you to murder me." And he's like, "What?" And it's like the whole first like third of this book is trying to get through the tizzy that is Jade. Yeah, and it's like she's trying to hire him to kill her. She's trying to explain. Like, some crime she's witnessed. There's, like, all these weird events that we can tell are half-assed. and But they're like, what is wrong with this woman? She's really, like, dramatic and theatrical, but we want to help her. She seems fragile, all this stuff. And so he's like, I'll be your protector. Mm-hmm. And eventually he admits that, like, he lied. He's not pagan. He's Cain. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, then you can't help me. And she tries to leave, even though... She's doing what she's supposed to be doing because her the twist is that she's the pirate pagan. She's pagan and she has to save him from the twisted government because the government is fucked. Right. There's like a there's like a operatives on the inside and they're yeah. trying to like take over. And there's like a culty society, which was so weird. They start using code names, but anyways. Um. So through this, he like has decided from like day two of knowing her. That they're destined to be together. That's the destiny that everyone has been referring to through the book. And so he's like, I'm your protector. I can't let anything happen to you. But I'm also kind of going to fuck you. And then we're going to be together forever. And she's like, no, we're not. Yeah. And so they end up together, obviously. And they end up taking down this, like, inner crime ring. And um, it turns out Kane's brother is still alive. Surprise! And he's actually hanging out with Jade's brother, whose name is Nathan, who will become the next pirate pagan. Surprise! And, um, you know, all this stuff. I want to say that, so we meet in the beginning, um, Lion and his wife, Christina. Mm-hmm. 
Her story sounds far more fascinating as compared to this one. It's book one, I think. She was raised in the wilderness of the Dakotas by Indians. Yeah. And then somehow ended up marrying this dude Ryan and, and moving had a, to England. And had a baby that they named Dakota. Yeah. So there's just all kinds there's, of weird stuff. There's a but, lot. Okay. So that's like the basic plot. That's as basic as I can get it, really. There's not a whole lot you're missing out there. There's a lot of lying. Uh, she constantly runs away. Uh-huh. She's a thief. Uh, she's annoying. She's so annoying. She's very wishy-washy. She really you off. She pissed me off like nobody has ever pissed me off before. And I work with some people that piss me off a lot. <laughs> That's just how that is. If you can hear an ambulance, welcome to Wednesday at my house. It's not anything new here. There was just, she didn't have a lot of substance. Her substance was just being annoying. She was kind of a spy, kind of not. She was pagan, kind of wasn't. And it's all her plan, which is the other thing. Yeah, and it's but all... But it's not a good plan. Weird. She can't lie for shit. But it was like half lies, because some of it actually did happen. But it was like half lies. But then we find out which ones are true and which ones aren't. And we just go through this whole thing. And then, like, the weird, big, ta-da, mystery moment is that her old governess is in on this crime ring and is kind of like the one pulling the strings. Yeah. And it's like... What? They it, try to kidnap her. Oh god. But she's was, really good at picking locks and so she escapes and like blah. There was there was a lot happening and it went nowhere. So the well, question go ahead. I'm the sorry. question I had before we had to take an interlude. Right. Um the question I have is do you feel like a lot happened and it went nowhere? Yeah. I do. Because essentially she's so she goes from being like held against her will because she's running away from people who want to murder her. Which is all true, mm-hmm. to then being kidnapped, mm-hmm. falling in love, admitting that, being forced to marry him, yeah, and then kind of being restrained because she's not allowed to leave his estate. She's literally when I when we say she's forced to marry him, she yeah. literally walks into the study and there's a priest there, and they force her to walk down the aisle, and their vows are simply that. She has to tell Cain she loves him by the end of the day. And the, like, priest is like, this is very strange. And they're like, just do it. <laughs> if that was a situation I was in, I would lose my goddamn mind. Fuck this. Fuck everything in this book. I did not enjoy this one. And I think I'm finding out that I don't like pirates. But then I don't want to say I don't like pirates because we still have another one to go. What if I like those pirates? These right. pirates are just dumb. So the saving grace of of this book, I think, was Uncle Harry, who is the actual pirate. Oh, yeah. Who is, like, what you think a pirate would be. He's, like, Mr. Smee, but mean. He's stealing the silver. And everything's for appearances. Yeah. Because he's really intelligent. Yeah. But he, like, he's, like, I lost my glasses again, and so he has the men go and, like, (laughs) ransack the village (laughs) near them to steal everyone's glasses until they find a pair that works. (laughs) And he just is constantly losing glasses. So, like, that stuff is pretty funny. And then Stearns. I love Stearns. The butler who doesn't behave at all like a butler. No. I mean, the part, so the funny part was when they, like, sit down to dinner, and Kane's like, I'm hungry, I was gonna eat that. And he's like, then you should have got here soon, and he's eating his dinner. (laughs) And it's like, we're not used to that, because in most, like, Victorian-era romance stuff, 
that's like highly unheard of. Like they might have like a little cheek to them. Yeah. But not like full on like get your shit together, dude. Stearns like, was sassy as fuck. And then he was great. At the end, they did the oh, Julie Garwood committed the ultimate sin in my romance novel book that I hate. What was it? They were married and they had a baby. But then Stearns gets to care for a baby. He was so happy. All I know is that he was like, make sure I get to hold that baby before your husband does because fuck him. I want to so hold that, that baby. So that was another thing in here. If we look like where. Where's the end of this? <laughs> Lord only knows. Um, so when we look on here, like the the ending is her giving birth. Yeah. It's very straight. Like normally we don't see that part of it. We see like a year later or like whatever it is, and they've had a baby and they talk about that. But this is like the process of her giving birth. Yeah. And it's really weird. And that's just not something that we normally see. I don't mind that they had a baby, um, but it don't. It wasn't necessary. I don't know why it was added at the end. To be honest. Well, and it was like he was trying to tell her, you know, we've been married for a year now. You have to promise me that you're not going to leave because the promise at the beginning was when they got married, give him a year and then she can go. And he's like, every year on their anniversary, yeah. she has to promise again. Yeah. Is it's been a year? Do you agree to stay? She's like, right. I'm literally having a baby. Right. Fuck off. I just, I don't enjoy babies in romance. I just, I'm not a fan of it. I don't know. And then can we talk about how chapter 15 was literally like almost 100 pages? The longest goddamn chapter I have ever seen in my entire life. They didn't even break up for a freaking um, epilogue. I can't even think of what that's called. It (laughs) took me a month to read this book. First and foremost, it's only 375 pages. I should have been able to read it in like six hours, and I didn't. It I took suffered. Me, I split it between like two days because even though there's a lot happening, like you said, the plot just kind of dragged. Yeah. Like it was just a frustrating read because our main character wasn't very exciting. Mm-mm. And then everyone else was more exciting. Um, there were some kind of funny events, like when he threw in the Thames. <laughs> and she was like, you ruined my cloak and my boots and my whatever. You've lost all my silver. How dare you? I'm now a, I'm a pauper. I'm a pauper. Like, that kind of stuff. That was pretty funny. Um, but it just, it just didn't hit the mark. It just didn't. And I think, like, I know that there has to be a good pirate book out there. Like, there has to be. We have... Well, okay. So here was the question that was proposed to me in my own brain when talking to Jen DeLuca. Okay. Does Well Met count as a pirate romance? It's a Renfair romance. We know that. But Simon is a pirate. Does he count as a pirate? Is it a pirate romance? Jen said I mean, she's not sure. he's a pirate, though. Yeah, Jen said she wasn't sure if but it counted. But he doesn't have a ship or a crew. So then it doesn't count. I would say no. Which is upsetting, because if if it was I a pirate romance... I would say romance, that's more of a weird teacher romance. Oh, I loved that book so much, though. It was cute, yeah. Um, if, speaking of Jen DeLuca, if you would like to pre-order her newest book, Mostly Books, our favorite indie is doing the pre-order. There's stickers. There's swag. It's going to be great. Jen will sign them. And then they get sent to you. Pre-order the fucking book. Nice. Also, it's Jen DeLuca's birthday yesterday, today. I don't oh, remember weird. what day it is. Just an FYI. Order That's the book. pretty fun. She's pretty great. 
I love love following her on Twitter. She's awesome. Anyways, this is going to be a short one because we really don't have a whole hell of a lot to talk Which about. Which I always hate because it's not like we don't have to pick apart all of the the little things we dislike. No. Because as there, a whole, we didn't like it. There just wasn't a lot of stuff like we like Stearns, we like Uncle Harry. Um, the brothers were decent. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wish we knew more about the mystery of the the, the like, secret weird society government stuff. Um, it just didn't have as much content as we're led to believe. Like it's a thick book, yeah, but it's just words. It's like a Charles Dickens feel that was very Paid by the word. So yeah, you wrote a million words, and it meant nothing. Yeah. Which is kind of upsetting because, you know, I so do apologize. <laughs> I do like the idea of reading an older romance because this one was done in 90. I was five the year this book came out. I don't mind reading older romances. In fact, there are some that I think are really, really good and they're good examples of like classic romance. Mm-hmm. And when we decide we're going to do themed months and we're like, okay, we'll do a pirate pirate month. And I was like, Sure. Yeah, that should be easy. First and, and foremost, don't research. let don't let Kat sway you and say, we decided on a pirate romance. I want you to know, as we're doing themes, Kat screams, September has to be pirates. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. It's because we were um, trying to figure out what each thing was like an official month of, and that was oh, the yeah. only one that made sense. September's pirates. It's not because I love pirates, although sometimes I love pirates. <laughs> but I'm not like weird about it. Um... But once I started, like, researching, trying to find books, it is nearly impossible. A lot of them are out of print. Yeah. Which is a huge problem, and they haven't been converted to digital. Nope. So it's not like I'd be like, oh, well, I'll just get on the Kindle. Nope, can't do it. Can't do it. And then a lot of the newer ones are strange crossovers where it's, like, not pirates. It's pirates, but it's, like, space pirates. I mean, that could have counted, though. Right, but then when I looked through it, like when I read the synopsis of that one on the Harlequin website, I was Mm -hmm. like, um, I, (laughs) I don't know if we can get into that one. Yeah. Um, I'm actually kind of surprised. I've been reading different romance stories on like different apps, like Mm -hmm. trying them out. Yeah. Some apps are really good and some apps are like terrible. There are almost no pirate romances that I found. That is so weird. They're all weird, um, werewolves shifters lichens paranormal and like that's cool that's fine and then there's like i i stumbled into i didn't know what it was and i started reading it and i don't like it it's a weird bdsm one (gasps) oh and i don't enjoy it it's too weird i think it's because i don't like the main character i mean that's fair she's like a like a kind of a nympho oh but it's almost entirely from her point of view. Oh. And so a lot of her like inner thoughts are just obsessive sex thoughts. And I don't understand that. That's really weird. Yeah. So I, I don't recommend that one. Can we but. have a can we have a call out? Can we bring the pirate back? But like in a fun way. Like I just I'm s I just want to find a pirate romance I enjoy. I haven't and started I our feel, next one. I feel like it should be easy to find because if anyone's ever romanticized Captain Jack Sparrow, which they should, for like a lot of reasons, like when you research that like story, once you a, well, then there's Once Upon a Time Captain Hook on that show. Yeah, he was hot as fuck. That's how Jen DeLuca came up with Simon Forwell met. 
that was her. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he was pretty hot. He was pretty damn hot. It's the eyeliner sometimes. It honestly. is the eyeliner. Because sometimes stupid, cause you just like, need a bad boy with eyeliner. Um, I've already started reading the next one. Yeah, you started I, it on the mountain. Yeah, I got... You got pretty far in, like 40%. Yeah. I I like it so far. It's a more fun read. Okay. For sure. Um, Because, like, the basic premise is actually really funny. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we, I will say parts of it have not aged well, but it's parts of pirate books that have to be in pirate books. Yeah. That you just. The plundering, the pillaging. Yeah. That we just, we know we're not okay with, but because it's part of pirate lore. Yeah. Uh, it's included, but it's, it's a fun read. Okay. So far. I'm not done with it at all, but, um, I was surprised. I will say that that one, whoever edited did not do a good job. Great. The grammar is not fantastic that's awesome can't wait for that <laughs> i'll read something and i'll be like wait that's not oh, okay that's okay it's so right. we're done basically talking about this book before we start rating and reviewing it actually let's go ahead and rating it let's let's rate it okay <laughs> before we move on let's get over guardian angel one out of five stars what do you give it i'm gonna give it a two i think the basic premise the basic idea of what it was supposed to be, is actually pretty clever. Okay. A female pirate, which isn't unheard of. It's not very uncommon. No. The more people research, they find out a lot more about female pirates. Yeah. And that's really fine. Uh, and I think that was a fun quirk to it, to put that she was actually pagan and mm-hmm. stuff. I kind of guessed that from the beginning, though. It was yeah, either her or the brother. it didn't make sense. Like, her stories didn't make sense. Um, I mark it down a lot, though, just because... We've had this problem before. Background characters shouldn't be shining brighter than the main mm-hmm. characters, regardless of the genre. Yeah. And this is one of those moments where, like, I would have preferred to read about Stearns more. I just want sassy butler romance. Can we have that? Julie Garwood, can you revisit Someone Stearns? Someone needs to write a romance series based on the nanny. Oh, my God, please. <gasps> yes. That'd be great. Oh Did you God. know he's not British? What? He's from, like, Arkansas. Bullshit. I looked it up. That's and bullshit. And I gasped. Rude. I was so annoyed. I was like, Alicia, did you know? <laughs> and she was like, but how? Because he does a fantastic <coughs> accent. And that's he's great. British in most other things he's in, which makes no sense. That's Anyways, dumb. sorry. That's a big aside. That's but fine. So I gave it one star. Okay. I was more generous. <laughs> you were, well, and I think you didn't struggle as hard as I did. I struggled hard. And I'm sitting there thinking, is it depression that's causing this? Do I hate this book? Do I hate these characters? It was like plotting through. It wasn't Ayn Rand plotting no. through. It was it was just boring. It was boring. So I, it was 100% boring to me. But it wasn't Jasmine Guillory boring. No, which is different. That's a different level of boring. That is a That's totally not even Ayn different. Rand boring. That's like a waste of talent boring. Oh, it was so boring. But... That's not to say you shouldn't pick this up if you like pirates, because there is a really cool story there if you're into that. Yeah, and if you're so lucky as to find this double one that I have, just know that the next one is um, about Jade's brother Nathan taking over as pagan and going to kidnap his betrothed, who he's supposed to have been married to since they were, like, kids. Fourteen, yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about how your bind-up is books two and three? I don't want, maybe it's because the it's siblings. I don't know. That's weird. I don't know who decides so, this. Before we go, 
I have a question for you, Kat. Okay. We both read a romance novel. Yeah. Is it really a novel? Or is it a short story novella? We both read this paranormal monster fucker. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, We have to talk about it because it's all the rage right now. We read Morning Glory Milking Farm. Which sounds awful and is kind of awful. But was weirdly delightful. Yeah, I was a little concerned with how much I enjoyed it. So the premise of this is that it's a society where paranormal creatures exist within mm-hmm. the realm of humans. Yes. Uh, they don't exactly, like, always share space. No. But they can. Yep. And that just depends on, like, where they live. Mm-hmm. And so it's this girl who, I guess she's a woman, whatever. She's a human. She's a human. And she is like, man, my job doesn't pay enough. It really sucks. And she answers and applies for a job at, at a milking farm. And it's, like, advertised as helping to collect specimens to help with the little blue pills, meaning Viagra. Uh-huh. They call it something else in there, but it was really funny. It's from Minotaurs. And so they have to collect it from the semen of Minotaurs because it's very potent. <laughs> her entire job is to jack off Minotaurs and get paid for it. And then sometimes they tip her. And then she fell in love with a Minotaur. Which is like the funniest thing. And then they fall in love and like hard. But, but it leaves like, you with a lot of questions. So, I bring this up because, Kat, I would like to challenge you. Uh-oh. I purchased the orc romance. <laughs> of course you did. That came before it. Oh, and no. tells the story of Rourke's neighbor. Okay. 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 Um, the challenge is, let us both read it. Oh, no. And meet back. At the end of the next pirate romance. Ooh, it gives okay. us something to look forward to. Yeah. Just in case this, the next pirate one is somehow worse than this one. I hope it's not. Um, before we go, are you reading, consuming media of any kind that isn't romance? Or are you just busy working? Um, mostly busy working. I realized during our team meeting that we have a field trip. On Monday. What the fuck? That we forgot to plan, <gasps> but is kind of planned. Oh, no. So today we passed out permission slips, and they're due Friday, and oh. I was like, oops. Whoops. So it's just, it's been going really fast. Like, everyone's spread too thin and really stressed, and, like, the kids are feeling it, we're feeling it, and we don't have a break for another two and a half weeks, and oh. it's just like, I get it. I get it. And I feel really bad because I requested some time off. But I also am not going to give up my time off. Don't do it. I we, requested some time off we as well. Fourteen callouts today. Fuck that. For a school. It's it's insane. So it's been it's just been it's just been stressful and tough and you know with COVID stuff. Yeah. Fair. Um, I have been consuming media that is not um, romance novels, with the exception of one. Um, okay. I've been watching Buffy. The Vampire Slayer. Oh, weird. Okay, throwback. Hell yeah. It's so good. It's spooky season. I'm allowed to. It's September. It's still spooky season. I don't count spooky season until October. It is pre-spooky season. Not that person. Um, So I'm watching uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I am reading a book called The Library of the Unwritten by A.J. Hackwith. Uh, It's about a library in hell where all the unfinished books go to. It's phenomenal. So good. 
Um, and I'm also reading an early copy of Not Your Average Hot Guy by Gwenda Bond, I believe is her name. Okay. Um, it's about a grimoire and Lucifer's son comes up and falls in love with a human and it's crazy and funny and great. Um, yeah. Highly suggest w- watching Buffy because it's fucking Buffy. Why not? Sure. Um, and reading the Library of the Unwritten. Do it. When you have an opportunity, get to Not Your Average Hot Guy. I believe it comes out next month. Sweet. I'm just looking over other books by Julie Garwood. It sounds a like an 80-year-old English rose named them. There's a lot of them. There's so many Julie Garwood books. And she stopped writing These historicals. These are just like a select few. Yeah, she stopped writing historicals. And now she does, I think they're romantic suspense. I don't know. Who knows? Um. So I hope you enjoyed this really short episode. We're going to eat Chick-fil-A now. Yay. And, uh, They're terrible, but we're sorry. They are awful. As a queer person, it kind of feels a little vindictive to get Chick-fil-A and be like, fuck you, I'm gay. You fed a gay fr- gay person your chicken nuggets and waffle fries. Sure. Interesting. Whatever you want. Whatever take happens, yeah. right? Okay. Um, join us next time. We're going to be reading Defying a Pirate by Camille Oster. Um, should be fun. Kat said she's enjoying it and having a blast with it. I don't know a blast, but having know. fun. Better than this one. Better than this one. So, um, be on the lookout for that in two weeks. And until then, just remember, bad bitches read romance. Bye. Bye. Bye.